0: Well, before we get into today's episode of The Cone Edge, it is time for the announcement of our winner of the July contest here on The Cone Edge. Up for grabs, uh, half Ironman entry worth $350 and a massive congratulations and a huge thank you from me goes out to James Simpson. Uh, our winner today, uh, James, congratulations. I'll be in touch via email to uh, get that uh, cash to you so that you can uh, pay for your entry. But uh, thank you for being a patron. Much appreciated. We're giving away another one this August. Uh, the draw will happen uh, early in September. The entries close at the end of August. If you'd like to find out more, all you need to do is head over to com forward slash win. And that's where you can get all the details. Once again, up for grabs. Another Half man entry simply by becoming a patron of the Kona Edge. For every dollar that you pledge to help us keep things going, we give you one entry into the draw.
1: Welcome to the Kona Edge, where you'll discover what the best triathletes in the world do to give them the edge.
0: It's time to chat some more Ironman nutrition. My name is Brad Brown. Welcome to the Kona Edge. We head back to Australia today to touch base with Wes Thompson. Before we get into that chat, I must tell you that this episode of the Kona Edge is proudly brought to you by S-Fuels. Every now and again, a truly unique product comes along. For far too long, triathlon nutrition has been pretty much more of the same. Sugar-laden bars and drinks uh, throwing in a little bit of salt and caffeine. You know what I'm talking about? It all sounds pretty familiar, doesn't it? Well, for the last three years, a new company called Spike Free have been developing and testing several endurance sports fuel products. They're designed to train your body to use fat for fuel, enabling you as a triathlete to go longer and avoid the dreaded spike or bonk. They contain no sugar, no honey syrups, sugar alcohols, no wheat, no oats or cheap protein, which also helps to avoid 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 gut and GI distress, which is very common in endurance sport. The product is called S-Fuels, and more and more triathletes are starting to use them. And the good news is, so can you. S-Fuels was launched in the ultra running space recently, and the response has been absolutely phenomenal. If you're in the United States and you'd like to try S Fuels out, all you need to do is click on the link in the podcast player or in the show notes to this episode of the Kona Edge, and they'll send you a free box. Alternatively, what you need to do is just text the word S Fuels, that's S F U E L S, to 44222, and I'll text you the coupon codes as well as the link. Right back uh, where you can get your free box of S fuels bars. That's S fuels to four four two two two. Today's Coaches Corner brought to you by Superfly Coaching. They've helped dozens of athletes reach Ironman Kona, the 70.3 World Championships and even the Olympic Games. Their coaches, along with Joe Friel, have written several books on training methodologies. Their experienced coaches are uniquely qualified to recognize your skills while addressing your weaknesses their coaches have already helped athletes just like you reach their goals so let them help you whether you're attempting to release pounds or shave off a few seconds they're with you every step of the way are you interested in upping your game from acceptable to exceptional by partnering with your passion and their experienced coaches you can reach your full potential their coaching plans are like their clients no two are alike once you've chosen your service level that works best for you your coach will begin to develop your customized plan don't let stomach issues ruin your race from coaching to nutritional advice they cover it all to discover more about superfly coaching head over to theconeedge.com forward slash coaching and don't forget if you're a coach or have a coaching business and would like to get a plug on the podcast head over to theconeedge.com forward slash coaching Nutrition o'clock here on the Cone Edge, and we head back to New South Wales to catch up with Wes Thompson. Wes, welcome back! Thanks for for joining us. It's funny we, we haven't touched at all hey, about uh, nutrition. Are you are you pretty anal about it? Are you are you very set in your ways? Tell me about your your nutrition approach.
1: Nutrition approach, um, yeah. Well, I do take it seriously. Um, I think that the deeper you get in this triathlon game, you've got to uh, you've got to fuel the the motor with the good stuff and. Um, um we've in this my household we do find ourselves eating quite well um as far as you know in the last 18 months two years we've cut well i've cut sugar from my diet um i have followed to a degree the the lower carb higher fat route but not not um to the not to the extremes of ketosis or anything like that, but I have cut a lot of bread I don't eat much pasta um, and i I do find myself eating a lot more healthy fats and and uh, yeah there's certainly that that certainly helps um, the body recover and and, um, and and also storing the good fuel sources so yeah we take that seriously in and, in uh, that's it, and it is good eating so yeah you, you can't really it's a win-win
0: yeah i wanted to ask i mean since cutting out sugars and 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 those and 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 cutting down the carbs and and eating better fats what's 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 the response in your body been like what what sort of results have you seen have you have you seen a mark difference
1: um well i feel better i feel a lot better um i have noticed that uh yeah during a yeah, during an i-man race um you do you do feel like you can go longer and deeper, um, although, although you're kidding yourself if you if you don't think during race day you, you're gonna you're gonna just you know, be fat fueled to the end. That's that's just not true. You've still got to take on all the junk and the sugar and the gels, and you know you'll be splashing coke in your face on the run. There's no avoiding that. But um, I think the eating well uh, day in day out. Even when you're not training for a race, um, is only, it can only be a good thing. Looking at at sort of
0: a general week, uh, not not in the, in the build up to to race week, so what What's what, what's your approach? I mean, what would a typical breakfast, lunch, and, and dinner look like, for example?
1: Uh, breakfast. Well, I'm big on eggs. Eggs for breakfast. I'll uh, you know uh, half the reason I um, do this triathlon thing is because I'm a, I'm a huge breakfast fan. I love my breakfast. I love coming in from a session and. Uh, poaching up some eggs and and I'll have a, you know, like I said, I haven't cut all bread out, but I love a piece of toasted sourdough and, and a and a nice coffee with my breakfast. And uh, uh, it's a pretty good way to start the day. My wife, um, she's, my wife's actually a, an ultra runner and she's, she's very fussy with her diet too. And she makes sure the food that we eat in this house is, is, um, is all good. So uh, yeah, we, um, we all eat quite well. Um, Dinner, dinner wise, you know we do lots of leafy green salads. Um, like I said, we don't eat. I, I don't eat rice. Um, rice tends to stodge me. I don't eat um, a lot of bread, um, but I do. You know, I like the old slice of sourdough, which is quite easy on the gut. And uh, um, yeah, just the good stuff. Lots of avocados. Lots of olive oil. Um, yeah, you, you can't go wrong, mate. It's just um, there's always something good in the pantry, and and it doesn't always have to contain sugar.
0: Yeah, absolutely. As far as uh, race day itself goes, tell tell me about your approach to to fueling and and nutrition wise for for an yeah. Ironman.
1: Yeah, well, I've I've done a few now. I've, I've I, I kind of do know what works. Um, to oh, a degree, oh, you know, oh, I don't is like I said. Yeah, sorry, I was going to say, are you still tinkering on your nutrition, or have you
0: figured out something that's worked and you yeah. sticking by it?
1: Yeah, I think I'm still tinkering, but uh, I, I I know my last um, race at Ironman Australia this year, 2017, I I think I blew my nutrition a little bit. I, um, without going into too much detail there, right? Um, to answer your first question, actually, um, race day, I like to have the proverbial bowl of oatmeal or porridge um, at least three hours out from race start. I do like to have. Um, I like to have. You know, as much, as as much as that is a, is a carbohydrate, I do like to have a a big knob of um, grass fed butter in there and a. Tablespoon of thickened cream to get some fats in there as well. Um, I think, um, yeah, that's a that's a good slow burn of that one. So that 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 effectively um, is digested by a race start. And I don't, I just drink water up until race start, and I, I, I won't I won't have anything to eat until um, probably in half an hour into the ride, um, when things have settled down, the body's settled down, your your, your guts you're in your air position and you' and you are settled into your bike that's when I'll start taking on some um, I'll, I'll have um, hammer bars because they're uh, they're all natural they're easy to eat they're easy to chew they go down well and I'll probably eat uh, solids I'll have hammer bars for the first half of the ride and then I'll uh progress on to um, the gels um but I do uh, with the gels on the bike, I, I have um, sort of come up with my own formula. I do uh, use a, a EFS Pro, which is a, a real good electrolyte energy drink, and I also um, top that up with some couple of t- each bottle. I top up with two two dessert spoons of pure glucose um, powder. So uh, I find that works well for me. Um, gets me to the end of the bike, and and uh, then you then you're all business for the run. I will take gels on the run. I probably, you know, have a gel every uh, 20 to 30 minutes, uh, electrolyte along the way. And, you know, I, uh, like I said, uh, I made the mistake of, of getting on the the coke too soon at the last race. I I thought I'd rely on that um, through the course of the run. And yeah, I, I sort of blew that a little bit. I, you know, that's that's a fast burner. You you it might it might be good for until the next aid station. So <laughs> uh, I need to uh, – I, 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 I've given myself an uppercut uh, that last race and, um, yeah, I won't be uh, doing repeating that uh, again. So,
0: yeah. Less, lesson learned. Uh, where's lesson it? learned, yes. <laughs> as, as always, great to catch up. Thanks for your time here on the Cone Edge. I loved uh, chatting to you about uh, your your approach to the sport and uh, best of luck in uh, the build-up to your next one and uh, 2018 and beyond. Yeah.
1: Yeah, cheers, Brad. Um, uh, I'm flattered that you um, contacted me for, for these interviews and, uh, yeah, thanks, thanks for the chat. It's been great. as you heard
0: at the top of the podcast, this episode of uh, the Kona Edge brought to you by S-Fuels. And if you want to find out more about S-Fuels, all you need to do is head over to the KonaEdge.com forward slash S-Fuels. That's S-F-U-E-L-S or text the word S-Fuels to 44222 and uh, we'll send you a free box. We'll even cover the shipping. That's if you are in the U.S. And uh, I thought over the next four weeks, we'll chat a little bit more about uh, low carb, high fat and how you can race to your uh when it comes to triathlon and I've got someone who is an absolute specialist in this field. He's funnily enough been on the podcast before many many episodes ago and I'll pop the, uh, the that interview into the show notes of this uh, episode of the Cone Edge. Uh, Dr. Daniel Plews. Dan welcome back onto the Cone Edge. Great to have you on.
2: Yeah good to be back Brad. Thanks for having me back.
0: I've got to tell you you're the first time returning guest so uh, there you go. Well done. <laughs> oh, really? That's, wow. I'm honoured. <laughs> Dan, when we first spoke, we, we spoke a little bit about low-carb, high-fat, and uh, you mentioned uh, your experience with it, but uh, it's a term that gets thrown around quite a bit. Let, let's talk LCHF and, and why low-carb, high-fat.
2: Yeah, well, I guess it depends on your on your goals and what you're trying to achieve. I mean, I mean certainly what I'm speaking from is from an Ironman triathlon perspective, and I guess the ultimate goal of Ironman triathletes is firstly we want to race well, and secondly we want to be healthy. Um, and I think LCHF approach to Ironman it definitely allows us to have those two things ticked off. So um, <clears throat> if you think so, to put it simply, basically we can really tap into our fat oxidation through through trying to limit carbs, which tra- which actually trains us to be better at um, Using fats as a fuels we can actually just generally go for longer. If you think about, it, we've got about 2,000 calories of carbohydrates stored in the body, but we've got like 40,000 calories of of fat. So the terms of metabolic failure or bonking or hitting the wall, it doesn't really make much sense in terms of a metabolic standpoint. So um, so what we're at, and it may, it's mostly caused by people having an inability to access their fat stores. Um, so by, by, by making going a bit more elsewhere, except we can do that. So that's the performance side, but on the other start side, it's also just generally a lot healthier. Um, lots of studies have shown, and we know that um, low and stable glucose is a really good marker of all-cause mortality, um, a really good marker of longevity and health, and, and that's what you're really
0: trying to achieve in a, with, with a low-carb lifestyle. It's, a, it's a quite a big shift because uh, obviously over the last probably three, four decades, uh, the, the focus has been on, on carbohydrates and sugars and, and, and their, sort of, uh, their, their sort of role in, in, in performance, particularly endurance, and, and everyone, all the gurus have said you have to do it this way, but uh, things are changing and there's a, a massive shift to, to, to low-carb, high-fat racing.
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm one of those people. Was like when I was growing up, and I was, you know, I was in the national triathlon team, and I was at the um, EIS, and and we were obviously we were always pushed to drink, have as much and taking as much carb as possible. But it's, you know, it's becoming more and more clear that it, it's not really it's not the best way forward, particularly for ultra endurance. I think the jury's out a little bit more when it. Uh, Short, short, high intensity—you uh, know, um, one to ten-minute type, type intensity burn. I think certainly over an Ironman distance, um, it's pretty inconclusive now that having the ability to burn fat at a high rate is definitely um, is definitely advantageous. And if you actually look at, you know, even in Kona, in Hawaii, like the times that people are going are not much quicker than they were a long, long time ago. And it could possibly be that we have actually become too dependent on carbohydrates and. As a result, we've not really got the adaptation and the advances that we could expect. Despite um, a lot of advances in equipment that we've we've seen, the times, you know, the fastest finishing times aren't, aren't that much quicker.
0: Dan, how long have you been been racing LCHF?
2: Well, I first started going taking the LCHF approach in 2012. And I made the decision, um, I was actually at the Olympics at the time, I was at the London Olympics and I made a decision um, there and then and I was hunting through the Olympic Village (coughs) food hall trying to look for the low carb options and it wasn't that easy.
0: (laughs) And as far as performance wise, obviously there are major changes uh, to to performance with regards to how your body reacts to it. What's been your, your experience?
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I've done since I've gone to to the from the LCHF approach. I've done, I mean, I was doing triathlon for a very long time, um, and I was training a lot more, and I was, you know, pretty much full time. And and then I made the shift, and I just started getting my times just got better and better. And I did a PB for seventy point three half Ironman of three fifty five last year, which was my best ever. You know, that was during full time work, and it's really, it's really changed my life a lot. Um, and I think it's um, a lot of it is not just in performance, but it's actually in my day-to-day productivity as well and recovery. I just feel that like I can cope a lot with a lot more general day-to-day strain, and I recover a lot better from training. And I, you know, I just don't have those ups and downs. It just means I can get more done, and that's that to me is one of the major things that I really think has has been helpful in that. You know, and that's why I would never go back almost.
0: Mm. Well, next week here on the Cone Edge, we're gonna talk about LCHF and going long, so we'll save it for that time. Dan, but you've tried out the S Fuels bars. Tell me your experience.
2: Um yeah, so the yeah, I tried the S Fuel bars quite some time ago. I was lucky enough to be sent some and um and I think for me it was always one of those things that being an LCHF athlete, it's so hard to find fuels um for for training that's actually you know, whole food and kind of doesn't knock you out of that, um, maximal m- m- out of fat oxidation. Um, and S fuels was the, was when I was presented with it. I thought this could be the answer. Um, cause what we, what you you really trying to do is you want to try and the recession that you can get, especially for age group athletes. And then number- Moment you start taking in those bars and like ones that are quite high sugary bars you're almost mitigating a lot of the training that you, the quality of the training that you you're you're putting in so by having a good bar that's uh, by uh, that's by espyles and I tested lots of my blood glucose and ketone markers whilst I was using them for the first time and it doesn't really have an effect in that and the spikes in spikes in blood glucose so that just means that a lot of the adaptation effects that you're getting are maintained even when you're eating which can also often be nullified if you have
0: really sugary like multi-dextrin drinks or bars so Well, brilliant stuff. If you'd like to test out S-Fuels, all you need to do is text the word S-Fuels. That's S-F-U-E-L-S to 44222 if you're in the United States. And I'll send you the link where you can uh, get your coupon code to get your free box sent to you. You can also head over to theconahedge.com forward slash S-Fuels if you would like to find out more. Dan, look forward to catching up again next week where we talk about uh, low carb, high fat and going long. But we'll save that for then. Thanks for your time today. Thanks
2: very much.
1: We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Kona Edge. Don't forget to connect with us on social media. Simply search for The Kona Edge.